This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Protect Help Give podcast. We are here with Thursday Thoughts, and I have the amazing guest speaker, my friend and CEO of Encompass More, Chris Chato. How are you, brother? I'm great, dude. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm uh, I'm super excited about this because this is, as you and I chatted prior before this recording, this is something that I'm passionate about. I have yet to get in the space, but I'm eager to get in the space. So we're going to be talking about the Series 65 and what Encompass More brings to this appreciation financial opportunity. So um, start us off, man. What are you thinking? How does it look? What's going on with Encompass? It's a loaded question, but, you know, kind of start us off here. Yeah, I mean, it just, when you look at how it relates to appreciation and what it does, um, it just expands the opportunity, not only for the company as a whole and allowing us to come in and, and take over plans and school districts, nonprofits, municipalities, et cetera, but for the individual producer or builder, Right. For the individual producer, you now can talk to a client in a completely different light and be able to assess their entire financial situation and help them in every way possible. Not just, you know, thinking through your conversation in the back of your head, how can I position a, you know, an indexed annuity or life insurance policy to this person? It's you're having that overarching conversation and going much deeper. Um, and then, you know, as a recruiter, well, you know, you just opened up your base of recruits by who knows how many hundreds of thousands of people out there when you're talking about bringing on advisors as well. Um, so how it helps, it, it does those things. And then, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's going to help you close substantially larger deals. Yeah, what do you mean by larger larger deals? Because we were talking about your calendar earlier today. So just give us a, a brief recap of what you have done in the last week and what you got on deck for really the next, like, I don't know, 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's been some big ones. Um, I've got a handful that I'm working on right now that are in between, you know, a million and two and a half. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I've you know, take taken on a new client that's about five million. Um, the week before that, um, a two point, a little over two, and then the week before that was a little slow. It was only about nine eighty. So, you know, um, I can't believe I'm saying those things, but you know, that's it's it's the momentum of of just laying the groundwork. And I'll give credit to a lot of the the AF agents out there that are seeing this vision and what we've been preaching because they're going out and they're doing a great job with doing a really good intake and then bringing in not only myself, but a lot of our other advisors as well to help with these deals. And not only are we taking these clients and putting them in, in really good places and we're picking up tons of assets under management, but also as part of all of these, are substantial annuity deals that are going to lead are leading to a lot of these agents having the best months of their careers up to this point right so 
it, it's a true win-win across the board. Um, but it's something that has taken time, right? It's not like, you know, I got licensed yesterday and this just started happening. There's been groundwork and support from a lot of folks and a lot of time put in to, to lay this groundwork and foundation that's, that's got it to this point. So it's not something that you can come in and just pick up and, and just do as a hobby or, or part-time, in, in my opinion. It's got to be something where, you know, you're, you're all in and you're putting in the time. Um, because when you're meeting with these people that, you know, have these, you know, seven-figure accounts, you got to know what the hell you're talking about. And that's just not knowing your product. That's knowing what's going on in the world, what, you know, what affects what, and, you know, X plus Y equals what, and all those types of things. But at the same time, it's still a really, really simple conversation, right? I'm going to screw this quote up six ways to Sunday, but, you know, it's Einstein said, Something along the lines of if you if you can't explain something simply, then you don't really know it, right? And, and that's not the correct context or not the correct quote, but it's something to that that context. Sure. So, as complicated as it sounds, it's still really simple at the end of the day. Well, yeah, I mean, you and I have seen enough clients, right? That once the light bulbs turn off in our clients' eyes, it doesn't matter what you have in front of them. I mean, you could have a big brick of gold and say, "Hey, here's this brick of gold." But because, you know, that you've already complicated it um, and it's over their head, they're not going to take the brick gold, even though you're like, here, take it like here. It's yeah. right here for you. But because you've confused um, the situation and, and they don't understand and the lights turned off and they're gone. Right. So yep. simplicity will always sell under any all circumstances. And, and that's why having the experience that you do and, and having the agents that are already a part of Encompass More helps tremendously because you have the background of, of knowing these things where you know the back end stuff, um, but you're able to take the back end stuff and put it into a, a simplistic concept to the client that we are going to take care of your whole picture. The way that I, I thought of it when Encompass More came to Appreciation Financial is in the past when we were only doing annuity in life, um, you know, we were only getting like a piece of the pie. Right. It's, it's mm -hmm. an analogy that I use off of uh, the movie War Dogs. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting crumbs right of the financial aspect of the world. And then when we added Encompass More, now it's like, no, we're getting the, the quote in the movie is the whole effing pie. Right. Now we get mm -hmm. the whole effing pie. Um, mm -hmm. And now that you add in Encompass More plus life annuity and we have the debt platform, it's truly the entire pie. So how do we keep that very, very simplistic? is is really the challenge and i think that's what most agents have when they come on board whether it's with appreciation financial or, or encompass is keeping it so simplistic that the client can understand it so mm -hmm. let me ask you this so i'm i'm a new agent and i just ran an intake which is what we call a first appointment if, if you're new to appreciation and um you know what would qualify a good candidate to add i don't have my 65 license i'm just i'm just life and annuity agent mm -hmm. I ran an intake. What would qualify a good candidate that I'm sitting across from where you're like, this is a good candidate to bring in a 65 agent. And then secondly, how would I position bringing in a 65 agent? Cause I think most agents don't know that brothers that they are mm -hmm. running all these intakes, but 
they're like, what's a good candidate? What's not a good candidate? And that's a struggle that we're having with premium finance with John and, my, and myself, John Beckers. We're trying to mm -hmm. get across what would be a good candidate. So what would be a good candidate? And then secondly, how do we position somebody like you or another agent in Encompass More to come in and obviously help us not only obtain the annuity business, but get assets under management as well? Yeah, so a good candidate, right, in my opinion, is, is anytime as a new agent, you feel that it's going over your head, right? I get asked a lot, well, what's the dollar amount, right? Well, guess what? We have, we have new advisors that are, have been stud annuity and life producers that are just starting to build their AUM. So even if it's a startup, they'll come in and help out. And guess what? They might also identify a life opportunity or something else in there that's going to generate more revenue and, and more business that you didn't as a brand new agent see. So to answer the question of what is a good candidate, it's anything that is over getting over your head in any way, shape or form. Then it's, hey, I what I need to do here is I want to bring in someone from our wealth management team or someone from our advanced markets team. Either one, whatever you feel like sounds better, practice it, right? I want to bring in someone from our wealth management team to make sure that we get you the absolute best service possible, right? These guys are some of the best in the country. And like I said, I just want to make sure that we get you the, in the best spot possible. I'm pretty sure I can get someone at the same time next week. If I can, will that work for you? Okay, perfect. I'm looking at the calendar right now. Looks like I can. Um, I'll make sure that they're on, we'll be on as well. And then you just schedule it, right? But you build them up because that helps. And, you know, is, is that going to be a good candidate every time? No, it's not. But the guys that you're bringing in, and I'm talking to the, the brand new or newer agents here, they understand that right? They understand that they're going to run into some stuff where there isn't anything there, right? I, for all those, the deals that I just, you know, listed off earlier, there's countless times I've been brought into appointments and there isn't anything there, right? And uh, it's fine. That's part of the game, right? It's, it's part of what we do as financial services reps, as salespeople, as advisors, as agents, whatever title you want to give yourself, it's not always going to be perfect. That is what it is. So don't be afraid as a new agent to bring someone in because you're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be, this is going to be good. Also, don't be like, oh, I don't want to bring in so-and-so because then I won't get paid. Guess what? You will get taken care of throughout the duration of your career if you run your business by putting the client's needs before your own. Absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah, right. absolutely. Guys, I, think it's, I think it's perfect on what you're talking about, though, with the wealth management team, because not only that, um, maybe, you know, all agents should end, especially when you're newer, your first appointment like that, right? Because then if, I, if I'm a brand new agent and I'm running an intake appointment, and a lot of times brand new agents don't know what they're doing, it doesn't matter, you're just simply, you know, doing a fact find. And I end it with, you know, hey, Chris, I'm going to go ahead and bring this to my wealth management team. I'm going to have somebody from that team come on with us next time. This is a good time to meet yes or no. 
And then the, I guess the follow up with that guys is immediately bring it to somebody and then they tell you if they need to be on or not. Right. I guess that that's the extra follow up is your brain. It's not like out of nowhere. It's like, Chris, 10 o'clock Tuesday, come on. And then Chris isn't going to know anything about the deal, but it's, it's the understanding that he's going to look at it and be like, Hey, you, you probably don't need me. This is what you need to do though. And it's the game planning and the nurturing in between appointments that most agents miss out on and that they don't understand. So if you, can you talk a little bit about that in, in essence, I think if everybody ends their appointment that way, new or not, or if you're like you said, over your head where I come across somebody that has a couple million bucks, I'm like, I don't know if I need a 65 or not, but I'm not going to end this appointment and, and not say I got to bring my wealth management. So how does that nurturing look in the, you know, in between appointments? So you couldn't have said it better put that out there at the end, whether you think you're going to bring in someone or not. Hey, I'm going to go review this with my, with my team. And then, but in between appointments and the preparation, that's where the sale is made, right? You guys want the secret to closing big deals. Guess what? There isn't one. You had to put in the time and put in the work, right? I mean, you give it any type of sports analogy that's out there is, you know, all the great, all the greats, Champion, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Steph Curry. Tom um, Brady. That one was Tom coming. Brady. Um, Tom Brady. Yeah, right? All of it, it's all preparation outside of the game, right? I was listening to this podcast the other day, talking on um, his college football coach, and he's like, we play 3% of the time. All the rest is preparation, right? And when and so when i'm preparing i spend hours on appointments especially the bigger ones getting ready right i'll look at even if i know have a good idea right away what i'm going to do i'm testing that against other things doing this that and the third so if you're newer coming on make sure that you're reaching out and doing those things getting talking to your trainer talking to your upline hey i got this deal what do you think i should do and the, one of the best things about AF is if your trainer or upline can't help you because maybe it's over their head or whatever, they can put you in touch with someone that can. So spend that time and don't do it right before. If it's Friday at 11 a.m. right now as we're recording this, if I got an appointment at noon, I'm not calling Nate Snar and saying, Hey, dude, what do you think I should do for this client? No, you know what I'm working on today? The appointments I have tomorrow and the appointments I have next week, right? Because who knows what's going to come up between now and then that could push me back. And I don't want to be going into that appointment unprepared. So put in the time in between to make sure that you are 100% confident when you're talking to that client. Because guess what? A year from now, six months from now, hell, six days from now, they may not remember the details of the product that you talk to them about, but they're going to remember you and they're going to remember how confident and how, with how much conviction you came across in that appointment and how you get there properly is through preparation. And I couldn't have said it better, man. I think that, uh, that's key to closing big deals. 1000%. You want to close those seven figure deals. 
that is key because you can run a hundred appointments, but if you're not preparing in between the lines and in between appointments, it's going to be very difficult to close anything. So guys, quick recap. Um, you know what Chris and uh, the team at Encompass More brings is you're capable of getting the entire pie at the end of the day. There, there's nothing that you that they cannot do with the client. So you're not, you know, backed into a corner of just doing an annuity or life insurance or debt. You can literally do it all. Um, and they're here to help at any point in time. So how do you how do you position them or, or what are you looking for? Doesn't matter what you're looking for in the intake. Okay. At the end, just always position yourself of having, letting them know that, hey, you might have to bring on somebody from your wealth management team and the next appointment and solidifying the next appointment. And then at that point in time, get with Chris, get with another 65 agent, get with your trainer, whomever it is. And then you start the preparation immediately. Because uh, I know on my end, I've kicked deals over to Chris and to Ben Jerome because I'm like, you need a 65 agent. You don't need me. You need a 65 agent. Go ahead and kick it over to them and they're going to help you out and make sure that business is closed um, at the end of the day uh, because the preparation is key. And then that's when you're going to land. I don't know. Chris said that he's it's like an extra 8 million into assets under management. And it's a ridiculous amount of money and it's going to pay him and it's going to pay for his house that he was bought. Um. As he gives hey. me the eye roll, like I don't know, he lives in San Francisco, guys. <laughs> it might not pay for much, but lives <laughs> in San Francisco. But um, any closing thoughts, brother? I think this has been gold so far. You got any closing thoughts? The biggest thing, man, and that I've seen a lot recently is if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to be great, you have to commit. You got to go all in, right? You can't. Do it halfway and expect to get full-time results. So whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, just go after it with everything you got and do everything you can to get there. I love it, brother. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, it's been a great pleasure, my friend. Um, so guys, until next week, continue to get better every day. And we will talk to you then. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Our goal is to help a lot of people create life-changing wealth and get better every day. For more information or comments, please reach me at jryerson at appreciationfinancial.com or connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Keep growing and we'll see you next time. This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson.